You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. You are listening to episode number 155 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com, and in this episode, you're going to learn about how the melody for the Star-Spangled Banner was taken from a song in homage to drinking. And in the bonus fact section today, you're going to learn about a few other songs that have taken their tunes from previous creations. So let's get started with today's show. Around the time the Star-Spangled Banner's lyrics were written, the melody that would ultimately be used for it was also being used for at least 84 other popular songs in the United States alone, including Adams and Liberty, the Boston patriotic song, and the subsequent tune, Jefferson and Liberty, written after Thomas Jefferson was elected president. The original song that used the melody was To Anacreon in Heaven, written sometime between 1760 and the late 1770s, expounding on the virtues of wine. The song was first publicly published in the Vocal magazine in 1778 in London. The music was composed by John Stafford Smith, and the lyrics are thought to have been written by Ralph Tomlinson, president of the Anacreon Society, which was a popular gentleman's club in London whose membership were dedicated to wit, harmony, and the god of wine. The society chose the famed Greek poet Anacreon as their patron saint, as he was particularly known for composing odes to merrymaking, women, and wine, among the Anacreon society's favorite things. The tune to this little ditty became wildly popular and was adapted to a variety of other lyrics. The lyrics that ultimately became the most well-known to use to this music were those written by attorney Francis Scott Key in 1814 while he sat on a British ship at a distance from the Battle of Fort McHenry during the War of 1812. Key was a temporary prisoner aboard a British ship, along with his companion Colonel John Stuart Skinner, as they'd been sent to try to secure the release of a few Americans, including an American doctor being held by the British, Dr. William Beans. During the dinner with Vice Admiral Alexander Cochrane, Rear Admiral Sir George Cockburn, and Major General Robert Ross, Key and Skinner pled the case for the release of the prisoners, which they eventually got the British to do in the case of the elderly Dr. Beans. However, Key and Skinner were held for the duration of the battle due to the fact that they had occasion to observe the strength and apparent strategy of the British forces, so they were not to be released until the battle was over and were being held on a ship about four miles from the battlefront. Key wrote some of the lyrics during his stay on the British prisoner ship. The rest he finished up at the Indian Queen Hotel when he released it in Baltimore two days after the battle. The lyrics were first published in the Baltimore Patriot and the American newspapers on September 20, 1814, under the title Defense of Fort McHenry. It was quickly picked up by several other newspapers in the United States, and its popularity grew from there. It was first published under the name Star Spangled Banner when Thomas Carr started selling the lyric and sheet music together at his music shop in Baltimore under that title. It would be over a century before the song would be adopted as the national anthem of the United States, and, believe it or not, a major push for the United States to adopt an official national anthem was partially spurred by Ripley's Believe It or Not. On November 3, 1929, Ripley included a cartoon with the text, Believe it or not, America has no national anthem. Momentum for an official anthem grew, and on March 3, 1931, President Herbert Hoover would officially sign a congressional resolution into law, making the Star-Spangled Banner the United States' national anthem. Before this, Hail Columbia, Columbia being an alternate name for America common in the 18th century particularly, and My Country, Tis of Thee, were often more popularly used in that role. And now for today's bonus facts. 
The Star Spangled Banner wasn't the first time Key had used the Tuanacrian in Heaven melody for a poem of his. He also used it in When the Warrior Returns, written in 1805, which the Star Spangled Banner lyrics borrowed heavily from. Bonus fact 2. Putting new lyrics to an already existing melody or piece of music is known as contrafactum. Another popular contrafactum that has survived to this day is the ever-popular Alphabet Song, which borrowed its melody from a tune by Mozart, which was in turn borrowed from another popular tune. For more on this, listen to episode number 72 of this podcast, Mozart and the Alphabet Song. Bonus fact 3. My Country Tis of These melody is borrowed from the tune for God Save the Queen or King. The lyrics for My Country Tis of Thee were by Samuel Francis Smith, who wrote them in about half an hour when a friend at Andover Theological Seminary asked him to translate some German songs lyrics to English. One such composition, Museo Clementi's Symphony No. 3, included the theme to God Save the Queen or King. When looking over it, Smith was inspired to write his own lyrics to the melody. My Country, Tis of Thee, was first performed by children on July 4, 1831, at an Independence Day celebration in Boston. Bonus Fact 4 The first known instance of the Star-Spangled Banner being played at a Major League Baseball game is somewhat up for debate. It is conjectured by some that it was during the opening day ceremonies in a game in Philadelphia in 1897 and then again in 1898 at the Polo Grounds. Whether or not this is true, the first unequivocally true instance of the Star-Spangled Banner being played at a Major League Baseball game was during the 1918 World Series between the Boston Red Sox and the Chicago Cubs during the seventh inning stretch. The song was played due to the United States' involvement in World War I and the work-or-fight edict that had shortened the baseball season, resulting in the World Series being played in September. Despite this early performance, it would have become common for the Star-Spangled Banner to be played at Major League Baseball games until the US became involved in World War II. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily Podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com. 